Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. They've got over 180,000 different titles for you to choose from, so if you don't find something, I don't know what's the matter with you. Also, let's listen to a word from our friends over at the Culture Quest podcast. 24 hours is like three weeks. Wookies, <laughs> 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 uh, lasers, Death Star. <laughs> so slugs up your butt is bad. Is that what I was gleaned from this? Hi, we're the Culture Quest Podcast. We're on a quest to become more cultured people by discussing a movie, a music album, a book, or anything else really each episode. Check us out, culturequestpodcast.com. Costa Rica, that asshole is down there doing whatever Canadians do in the tropics. Uh, actually, I saw on Instagram he's he's of course in in typical Johnny fashion. He can't just take a vacation. He went down and he was doing some uh, jujitsu. Uh, but then again, I think Johnny's interpretation of vacation is different than mine. Uh, Johnny enjoys. Uh, getting beat up regularly and that's like the uh that's like hell for me like if i had to picture what hell was that's it uh so he's down there doing his thing and so uh this week i'm just lone wolf in it it's another lone wolf podcast uh featuring your good buddy zach and uh i i do have um you know some stuff to talk about um First, I wanted to say, if it hasn't happened already, I'm not sure where it's going to land in this episode, uh, our buddies over at the Culture Quest podcast um, uh, have a spot here in this uh, in this episode, a uh, 30-second spot. Uh, I'd appreciate it if you guys went over and checked out their podcast. Uh, they're pretty cool. It's a pretty cool premise. Um, so, the about the show... Uh, on stitcher says join our quest to become more learned in the ways of culture in each episode we the three adventurers will discuss a movie an album a book or anything we may deem fit as we strive to broaden our horizons and explore new lands leave your weapon by the door pour yourself a martini don a top hat and enjoy our discussion so it's we you know what we are sort of um we're sort of similar in our in our ventures into podcasting except uh on this podcast you don't learn anything <laughs> you feel like you might you might have known more before you started listening to our podcast so i, I would definitely recommend you head over and you uh you give them a listen give them a rating and review if you see fit and uh just support a podcast that supports jumbled as well um here i think in in a few days when they release i think he said on the 9th of february they're going to release an episode that will uh we will also have a spot on so we would appreciate if you guys could drop by and and give them a, a listen 
and let them know how they're doing. Um, other than that, uh, not much going on. So we'll see you guys. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to make a three minute podcast. Uh, although after last week, that's probably fair. Um, I've not looked at the, uh, at the statistics, but I can only assume that last week, uh, nobody got through the entirety of, uh, nearly two hours or over two hours. I don't know exactly how long the running time was on that episode. Of course, with it being just a dedication to Kobe Bryant playing episode eight and episode 24, uh, it was a long episode. It was, you know, if most of our episodes are approaching the hour mark, so it's only, uh, realistic to think that it was probably two hours or more. Uh, and I sort of, I sort of went on a bit of a speech there at the beginning. So, um, if you listened to all two hours of last week's podcast, I feel like I owe you something. I don't know what it is, but we appreciate you. I hope that you enjoyed the episodes and, um, you know, hope you took some time to think about how you can positively change or affect the world around you or your your own world, how you can make uh, things happen for yourself. Because um, I, you know, that's sort of what Kobe Bryant embodied was just this sense of, you know, hard work pays off. You know, you just got to be able to put in, you got to be willing to put in the work. So hope you took that uh, and ran with it. Um, the Chiefs won. The Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl this past weekend. And this city has been just nuts. Um, actually, I'm really proud of Kansas City because there have there was no like major incidents the night of the Super Bowl. Like a lot of big cities, you hear about like, oh, there was rioting and somebody set fire to something or somebody flipped a car or a group of people flipped a car or somebody got beat up. I mean, somebody might've gotten beat up, but it, that's not a big, like a, a major deal. There were no riots. I went out driving for Uber on, uh, on this past Sunday night, like immediately the, the game time hit zeros. I didn't watch the speeches on the, you know, the, for the MVP, I didn't know any of that stuff, uh, until I was out on the road, but, um, yeah, I, as soon as it hit zeros, I was out my front door, because I knew this city was just going to be partying all night, and, uh, and from all accounts, they did, um, I went out, let's see, the game ended probably around, I want to say around 10 or so. And we, uh, I went, I think all in all on Sunday night, I probably only gave six rides, uh, six or seven rides. I'd have to look. Um, and that's between Uber and Lyft. But all in all, I made $150 and I was only out for, let's see if I got home at 1 a.m., and well yeah it was around 10 because i well maybe 9 30 because i was out um i was out driving for about three and a half hours so yeah 9 30 i guess matches up but i uh 
and made 150 bucks that averages out to about 50 an hour you know a little bit less than that probably if you average in that additional half hour but um yeah it was a it was a pretty profitable night so i no complaints from me uh unfortunately i couldn't uh you know i couldn't get out and drive the uh the rest of the celebration time um you know because people have just been sort of partying um but on sunday after i finished at 1 a.m I looked on Uber, on the Uber driver app, and at 1 a.m. on a Sunday, actually Monday morning, early Monday morning, there was still a $20 surge price uh, downtown Kansas City. So that tells you how crazy it was that on on a Monday morning, people were still out, they were still partying. Um, you know, it's been 50 years since the Chiefs... Uh, won a Super Bowl, so it was time for them to get out and party and, and have a good time, so that's what they did, I was out, I was driving among all the people, windows down, it was actually pretty good weather in Kansas City on, on Sunday, <sighs> do apologize about all the yawns, but I had my windows down, people were walking in the middle of traffic, giving high fives, dance into music and and really just sort of like a genuine celebration not like just a celebration for the sake of like an animalistic like oh let's we we did it you know it wasn't anything like that it was it was a very pure celebration i was happy to see it so um so that was kansas city uh in a nutshell this past few weeks few weeks few days um I got to kick the ons. It's nuts. Um, the <laughs> So, something to talk about for the Super Bowl. You know, a lot of people watch the Super Bowl, not just for the football games, but for the commercials uh, and also for the halftime show. This year for the halftime show, it was Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. I'm sure you all are aware uh, that's the case. Because everybody is losing their goddamn minds about Shakira and Jennifer Lopez and it being not family friendly for a halftime show. And my question to those people is, with it being Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, did you expect anything different? You know, not to say, not to, I'm not demeaning their music, they, they're fine musicians in uh, in their own rights but shakira and and j-lo are looked at pretty heavily as sex symbols um and what's the first thing you think of when you think of j-lo and shakira you think of their asses right um and that's because pop culture has sexualized them um and that's just what it is you know so but they play to it, you know. They're not they're not shying away from that, you know. It's sort of like Nicki Minaj. Uh, if Nicki Minaj was on the Super Bowl halftime show, people would lose their goddamn minds because, uh, I, you know, is is sort of uh, sh- uh, little as the as Shakira and J Lo were wearing. You could probably 
<laughs> put your money on um, Nikki wearing less. That's just, I mean, that's a guess, but I've seen her music videos. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know how you how you expect anything different. And, and so I've sort of been trying to figure out and work and wrap my mind around that for, you know, I guess this, this whole week so far. And, you know, I just don't, I don't, I don't get it personally. I, okay. If you don't think it is a family friendly halftime show, then just send the kids out of the room. Right. You know, you knew it was Shakira and J-Lo at the beginning. You knew that they were probably going to be playing to their assets. No pun intended. And so you probably could have ascertained how this was going to end up. Send the kids out of the room. That's the easiest way to deal with this. Um, but, you know, people just like to have something to complain about. And that's, that's fine. Um, another thing people were complaining about the Chiefs had their victory rally down at Union Station. Actually, the parade was all through downtown, and then they ended at Union Station, where the whole team came up on the, uh, you know, on the stage, and uh, some of them gave speeches. Uh, you know, including Andy Reid, the head coach, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey. Um, and people are, people are freaking out about the fact that a lot of them were heavily intoxicated <laughs> my thing is this you've you're dealing with a bunch of 20 something year olds um you know maybe 30 year olds if if they're getting up in their nfl careers and they just achieved one of the loftiest goals that a, a human being can set think about how many people make the nfl Right. Think about how many people, and it's a very, it's a very slim margin of people that find their way to the NFL. Now, divide that number by thirty-two. That's the number of people that will see the Super Bowl in any given year. Right? You have. NFL players in one year, they're all on a team. 52 players on a team. So 52 times 32, that's how many players you got. Then, you know, you get to divide divide that back down um, to, to get the actual ratio of how many NFL players actually get to see a Super Bowl victory. That's a very slim amount of NFL, uh, of, of people in general. Hey guys, let's stop to talk a second real quick about the sponsor for this week's podcast. You guys know him, you guys love him. It's Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. The audiobook we're going to recommend this month for the month of February is Everything is Fucked, a book about hope, by Mark Manson. The audiobook is seven hours and two minutes long, and it's narrated by Mark Manson. Here is a brief summary uh, of the audiobook itself. From the author of the international bestseller, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, comes a counterintuitive guide to the problems of hope. 
We live in an interesting time. Materially, everything is the best it's ever been. We are freer, healthier, and wealthier than any people in human history. Yet, somehow everything seems to be irreparably and horribly fucked. The planet is warming, governments are failing, economies are collapsing, and everyone is perpetually offended on Twitter. At this moment in history, when we have access to technology, education, and communication our ancestors couldn't even dream of, so many of us come back to an overriding feeling of hopelessness. That's it, guys. The audiobook, again, is Everything is Fucked, a book about hope by Mark Manson. If you don't want to listen to that one, feel free to choose from any of the other 180,000 other titles that Audible has to offer. Thank you, Audible. And let's get back to the podcast. So, and you think about the lead up to that, you know, playing in their youth, you know, uh, you know, getting into tackle football you know, getting, going into the high school career, starting to gain a little bit of recognition. Some of them maybe not even getting much football recognition in high school, get some sort of scholarship to college on a different sport or for football, and, you know, the rest is history. They get drafted or they are picked up in free agency. They're whatever. They make their way onto a team. This whole time they've been thinking, okay, the end goal is to make the NFL and do what? win a Super Bowl. They've been thinking about that their entire lives. Um, So why would you expect them to not celebrate? I mean, I don't... That'd be like... Okay, here's the the thing. If, If I went out tomorrow, bought a lotto ticket, and I won the Powerball... My life has changed forever. Um, I can, I have financial, you know, I'm financially stable. I can pay for whatever I need. I can help out people if I want to. I can donate to, you know, charities or organizations I, you know, have not been able to donate to before. I might take a little bit of time for myself to celebrate the fact that, hey, my life as I know it is changing and it's for, it's changed, you know, like a lot of these people, I mean, there have only been 54 Super Bowls. So there have been 54 teams of 52 or less people. Um, Cause I don't know if it was always 52 players on a team or not, but the odds are so slim that, that as a football player, you will make it, Number one, even at a high school to get a scholarship to play football at a university level. Then you have to overcome the obstacles in college to become elite enough to be noticed by NFL scouts. The NFL scouts have to see enough in you to draft you and or put you, you know, on a practice squad. And then you have to work your hardest not to get cut from the team at the beginning of the year because they have to slim the roster down. And then if you want to be a recognized player, you know, a starter, you have to work harder too. So there's, I, my thing is like, the odds are so slim that they were ever going to get to this point. The fact that they're there is reason enough to celebrate. So if, if you have a problem or if, 
you're listening and you're like, oh, well, I wish they would have, you know, handled the situation better, just put yourself in their shoes. Put yourself in their shoes because there's no reason they shouldn't have celebrated. It's not like they did anything lewd or, you know, uh, broke any laws. They were just partying, right? They're, I mean, it was it was hilarious because they got up on the stage and Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Chiefs, delivered potentially the most drunken celebratory speech I've ever heard in my life. And it was amazing. It was hilarious. And me and my wife laughed at it this morning when we finally watched it. So, um... I just get the stick out of your ass. Just let let them. They're young kids, you know. Maybe old older than kids, you know. I guess they're all adults, but they're young enough where they're still partying. They're still and they have every right to to do that after winning the Super Bowl. You know, it'd be different if it was like week three and they beat some team and then they just went out on the town and just you know caused damage or reputation for the organization or whatever um but that's not what happened they they just won the super bowl their season is over they're going to clean out their lockers here in the next couple days and they're going to go out and they're going to have fun at a parade and then you know at the rally and then last night travis kelsey kelsey and uh patrick mahomes went to the um uh what's his name why did I just forget his name? Um, they just went. They went to a concert, and they uh, they were drunk there too. <laughs> so it's like I I would expect them to be drunk for the next week. You know, responsibly drunk, of course. Don't hurt yourselves, but you know, like you'll come out of it. You'll be fine, and you can start training for the next year. You know, um, but take some time to actually celebrate it you know a lot of us we have victories that are much smaller than that you know our victories are a lot more incremental and they're not as massive but they are victories and a lot of us will use those victories as reason to go out and celebrate ourselves and we might end up in worse shape than they are you know so uh don't don't throw stones in the glass house, right? You're gonna you're gonna break you're gonna break some glass, and uh, I don't know. I just don't don't judge people for something that you might do yourself if give if you were in the same situation. That's my big thing with it. So, but yeah, the um, I took the day off yesterday. We were gonna go down to the uh, we were gonna go down to the parade and then. I had my alarm set early, like 5, 5.30. I start, I start rousing myself and I'm thinking, okay, maybe we need to start getting clothes on because I'm sure it's just going to be nuts. There's so many people in this city that are diehard Chiefs fans that are going to be out there to celebrate. And I, you know, I, although I, I do not claim the Chiefs as my primary team. Uh, I would say they're my secondary team. You know, if I'm a Packers fan, um, but if my Packers um, are on a bye or if they're playing, you know, 
or if the Chiefs are playing a team that, you know, win or lose, it doesn't affect the Packers standing at all, then I'm I'm down to uh, I'm down to celebrate them. So um, we we're gonna go to the rally. Uh, but around 6 a.m., started looking at the news, and there were already just mobs of people down there that had been down there. Gosh, mm. starting overnight, like around nine the nine on uh, Tuesday night, they started filtering in, setting up shop to get good seats or whatever, and uh, for for both the parade and the uh, and the rally. So they uh, they were down there freezing their butts off like they were getting ready to buy the new iPhone or something. Although I don't know if people do that anymore. Do people still line up for the iPhone? I actually don't know. I feel like people probably do. I haven't bought an iPhone on launch day since the iPhone 5, I think. Everything else has just been, uh, you know, I'll get it when I get it. Um... Or was it the 6? It might have been the 6. Yeah, I think it was the 6 because I got one for me and my wife. So anyway, um, yeah, we uh, we decided not to go uh, to the rally or the parade just because we had other uh, things that we needed to accomplish later on in the day. And there was no guarantee that there was going to be any way for us to easily, <sighs> gosh, easily get away from downtown um, because there are going to be so many people. Um, traffic is just bound to be nuts. So we decided to play it safe, just stick around uh, the suburbs of Kansas City and uh, go to a local bar and, and you know, uh, get a couple drinks and watch the parade and the uh and the speeches there we didn't get through all the speeches um we got through a good amount of them and it was pretty cool um you know i'll say that even a little inebriated i thought they all did a pretty decent job at you know um being respectful to the organization, to the Chiefs organization, Chiefs Kingdom. But um, it was still funny. Even Andy Reid was sort of a little buzzed, and it, that, the coach, it was sort of funny. But um, there was a guy <laughs> that I'd see, I saw, and I'm. you guys might have already seen it too. He was at the rally at Union Station, and he decided it was a good, good day to climb a tree. You know, it was a good day to climb a tree with no ropes and in jeans and a and a hoodie and a hat and just regular sneakers. Like you know, just not not even climbing shoes, just regular old sneakers. He's obviously drunk. Uh, his ass was just hanging out of his pants, like legitimately, just like full, like two ass cheeks, just right on the open um so he's standing on this big branch there's another branch above him that he's holding on to 
and he uh, he starts to like position himself, and you're you can sort of see the gears turning in his head, where he's thinking, "Oh yeah, I can do this. I can do this." And you see him like in the video, he starts like sh- like positioning himself to jump. You know, he's gonna jump up onto that branch that's sort of like above and out from him, but he his you know he doesn't he's not gauging distances very well at that point so he uh he decides to jump ass just ass out right just flying through the air catching all kinds of breeze getting all kinds of pictures uh his ass is going to be immortalized because uh it fell his ass and his body both uh fell to the ground they he tried to jump up he he got you could see he was trying to swing a leg over in the video. He could not get his leg up high enough. And he did not have enough uh, leaping ability to be able to make that jump. <sighs> I'm sorry for the yawns. I really am. I don't like them at all. But it is what it is. Uh, so he, he jumped and he fell. And I don't know if he's okay. I don't know if he's severely injured i don't know all i know is he was drunk and his ass was shown to the world and he uh you know it could be darwin you know what what is it uh uh is a classic case of darwin's i don't think it's a theory but it's you know the uh only strong survive right maybe maybe that's the case maybe (laughs) maybe it's just how it's meant to be um so i was watching that that was uh, really funny. There's also a video online. Patrick Mahomes, uh, quarterback for the Chiefs, he was up on top of the bus during the parade, and you know they're throwing things off the bus, and they've got little foam footballs, or could have been a regulation ball. I actually didn't. <sighs> I didn't get a good look at it. <sighs> Man, I am yawning and stretching. So disrespectful to you guys. Um, but he, Patrick Mahomes throws this this football off the top of the bus towards, you know, the side of the road. And there's this guy, and he's got, like, his back turned, and he thinks the ball's going to come one way. But Mahomes actually throws it behind him, so he turns around to run and get it, except directly behind him was a parking meter. So he ran directly into the parking meter and it almost looked like a Looney Tune cartoon, you know, where they like, they're running really quick and then out of nowhere a tree just pops up and it's like both arms, both feet directly out in front of them, you know, uh, it's enough momentum just to hurl your legs and arms forward, but keep your body obviously in the same spot. So he was laid out like a pancake and it was, uh, it was really hilarious and I quite enjoyed it a lot. That's it. Um, but no, I'm, I'm super excited, pumped for the Chiefs. Pumped to see uh, what happens for their organization going forward. Obviously, go Pack Go. I hope my Packers uh, are you know better prepared this coming uh, season for you know making it there. They made it to the NFC Championship game and lost. <sighs> As typical. In typical Packers fashion, you know, 
Um, actually, that's not true. They usually, I mean, they're pretty. They got a pretty good record of winning. So I, I, I'm not upset at all about their uh, their record. Uh, you know, because they've been pretty successful, uh, more successful than the Chiefs have. But um, you know, you you want to see your team finish. So that's the hope for them for next year. But I'll uh, I'll still support the Chiefs and I'll still cheer for them and uh yeah I'm excited because I mean only good things can come out of this you know like uh well first of all here in three years the NFL draft is coming to town so they're gonna be beautifying the city up and uh, fixing some roads and all that stuff. This is a really boring podcast at this point, and uh, I'm yawning a lot. So I'm obviously tired. Uh, I wanted to get this out. I didn't want it to be another uh, another canned, uh, you know, uh, replay of something we've already released. We've done that enough where uh, it just feels sort of uh, like a like you guys are getting cheated. So I don't I don't want you to feel that way, and so. Here I am, you know, 30 minutes is good for how tired I am. I feel like I could probably go on for longer. I don't have talking points written down, but, um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, again, check out the culture quest podcast, um, and let them know what you think of the podcast, support them. And, uh, of course, support us. If you want to send us any emails, that would be uh, jumbledpodcast at gmail.com or johnny.jumbled at gmail.com. If you want to follow us, follow us on all social media, that would be at jumbledpodcast. Uh, if you want to uh, give us a five-star rating and review over on iTunes, that would be perfectly fine. We would accept it. Uh, those reviews haven't gone up in a while, so uh, help us out and uh head over there and even if it's just like hey i like it you know it doesn't have to take a whole lot of time you can do it inside of your iphone podcast app uh application so you uh there's there's it's really easy to do and it would help us out a lot so we'd appreciate it also make sure to uh head over to uh, patreon.com slash jumbled and pay 500 dollars and get johnny and i an address also, head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled. You get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Um, they've got all of the audiobooks. All of them. There's not a single audiobook that you can find elsewhere that is uh, worth its uh, worth its salt. So, I, uh, I hope you guys will take some time to check them out. Um, and I think that's going to do it, guys, for this week. Um, but we would appreciate if you guys would come back next week for another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing.